Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to another episode of B2B Growth. I'm Dan Sanchez with Sweetfish Media, and today is the second to last episode of this series I'm doing on account-based marketing. If you are just tuning in towards the very end of the series, you have to know I've been doing a full month series in the month of February 2021 on the topic of account-based marketing. Um, I was new to account-based marketing because I was kind of new to B2B in general. I'm from the B2C world, even doing things like nonprofit marketing, higher ed, and a bunch of different various B2C different industries. Um, A little bit of B2B, but I'm still typically kind of the new guy to B2B. And honestly, I love it. I've B2B is fantastic. Uh, You can easily stand out by just applying some branding from B to C. Um, And then you have all this amazing information. You have a whole extra layer on top of demographics and firmographics, sorry, demographics and psychographics by adding firmographics, even technographics. There's just so much more information out there. You can know exactly who you're selling to. You can literally just like write down the companies you'd like to work with and then go find the exact buyer on them. And because of that, I've always been excited about B2B. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just so much information. It's so exciting. Um, And so I wanted to do this deep dive on account-based marketing. And here I am, I'm on the second to last day uh, reviewing the subject. And today it's just me. And actually, while I've done a few resource reviews throughout this series, today I'm excited to announce that I've actually finished reading every single book I could find on this topic, which turned out to be about 11 books. Um, on the topic of account-based marketing, and I kind of wanted to do a quick review of all of them. My and I can't give a full, full-on analysis or my favorite points or even quotes from like every single book because this episode would be way too long. But I promise I will publish that as a blog post, probably coming towards the end of even just the week I'm publishing this. So this will be on Sweetfish Media. Just look up ABM Books on SweetfishMedia.com to find that um, that blog post where I do a full breakdown, side-by-side comparison with all my best takeaways from each book. Um, but in this podcast episode, I wanted to kind of give an overview, a quick overview of each book and who I think they're for. Um, I am not afraid to say which book is my favorite, but in this particular instance, like, um, for example, I actually read every book on thought leadership last year, um, and I wasn't afraid to give away my three favorite of the 20-so books and and call out other books that were totally worthless. <laughs> when it came to the ABM books, though, of these 11 books, there's not a clear winner. There's actually great points in most of them, and they definitely uh, did a great job. And like p- most of the authors did a fantastic job of picking like a clear audience because I felt like each one has a particular segment of people they're they're aiming for or um, provide some some particular framework or information that's valuable in and of itself that wasn't covered in other books. So because of that, it's really hard to just pick one as a winner. I certainly have my favorites. I'm a little biased though. Um, 
as just one person, you have to realize sometimes when you're covering every book on a topic, your few the first few you read are always the most special to you because you learn the most through the first few. And towards the end, when you're listening to the last ones, you're like, oh, I've already covered this information before. Only only a small fraction of the book was new. While this first one was really good because so much of it was new, well, it's because that was the first book. So you have to take it with a grain of salt when one person like myself is reviewing all the books that I'm always that a person like myself is always going to have a bias towards the first books read um that being said let's take a look at the let's list out the books that i've read and then i'll go back on to each one and t- say my general thoughts on the book and who i think the book is for so let's dive into the list the first one is b2b is abm by sangram vierhi i hopefully i pronounced your name right sangram <laughs> it's a str- it's a, well, that one's a hard one. I also did another one by Sangram called Account-Based Marketing for Dummies. That was the second book. The third book is Practitioner's Guide to Account-Based Marketing by Bev Burgess. And then the fourth is Account-Based Marketing by Chris Golick, Peter Isaacson, Jessica Fulis. The fifth book is Buyer-Based Marketing by Matthew Kraska. The sixth book is No Forms, No Spam, No Cold Calls by Latney Conant. Uh, the seventh book is The Book on Account-Based Marketing by Bassam Hamdi. The eighth book is Unleash Possible by Samantha Stone. The ninth book is Content-Based Networking by James Carberry. The tenth book is How to Get a Meeting with Anyone by Stu Henke. Hench- Somewhere in that realm. Sorry, Stu. <laughs> and eleven is The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. Now, not all of these books are like 100% account-based marketing. I did my best to try to define some parameters around the books I was I was reading. I also found that some like Unleash Possible covered a lot of topics and account-based marketing was just one, but it covered so well in the, the chapter that she gave to it that it was like worth bringing into the list. And some are kind of like almost subcategories of account-based marketing, but were still worth bringing into the list. So let's kind of cover them one by one. The first book I read on this topic was B2B is ABM just because it was probably the most popular recommendation, and it still is. If you ask for for ABM book recommendations, most people are going to recommend this book. This probably is the top-selling book on ABM um, by Sangram, and I'd say Sangram is definitely one of the top thought leaders in the space uh, as the CEO of Terminus. And he has he's been pioneering the whole category for for about five, six years now and has written two books on the topic. Um, I really like B2B as ABM because of the team framework that became a super helpful framework. And because I think he invented it, nobody else really touches it as much or at least spells it out as team. But that honestly, it's such a simple framework and summarizes account-based marketing so well that it became like the way I even defined and organized a lot of the episodes that I did over this last month. I would say, like I said in the ep- the episode where I just did a full review on this book, you can go back into the, the episode archive to find the full review on this book. It is a little long, like it could have been half about half as long. It still covered the same amount of content. Um, but if anybody wants to get started in the subject, this is a great one. Um, uh, same for account-based marketing for dummies by Sangram as well. The thing, the difference is, is kind of like what kind of books do you like to read? If you like out, like very detailed outlines, um, then the dummies book is going to be great because that's kind of what dummies books do is they outline the heck out of a subject and organize it really well versus B2B is ABM is probably going to give more of your stories and have more case studies for you to look at that are more in depth and kind of give, uh, 
be more of like a traditional business book that way. So both are good for the same reasons, but they just have, there's just organ, the information is just organized differently. So that'd be my two, my takeaways on those books. Uh, the Practitioner's Guide to Account-Based Marketing. I just finished reading this one yesterday uh, by Bev Burgess. This one was painful to read <laughs> because it was just it was just dry. I don't know what it was about the way it was written. Um, and Bev, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I just struggled to read this book. It felt like reading an like a uh, 1980s business textbook. I don't know why it felt like that. It's not like the it's not like the writing was bad. The writing was clear. Um, and well-written and articulated. It was just harder to read. It was just a little bit more dense. And at first, I thought this book was just going to be a complete throwaway. But towards the second half of the book, it actually started to make sense, like, why they named this book The Practitioner's Guide. Because this, of all the books in the stack, this one certainly is one of the more advanced ones. And if you're an ABM practitioner, this book is for you. Like, if you are an ABM person, like, you have ABM in your job title, or you know ABM takes a significant part of your job, you have to read this book because it actually does break it down very well. Um, it's very thorough. What I love about it is it's um, this book is actually produced. I'm pulling out the book right now. Let's see, by an organization called ITSMA. Um, I have no idea what that acronym stands for, but apparently this is the organization that actually coined the term account-based marketing, and. I, you can tell that this book is thorough and weighty because it provides a lot of firsthand research they've done with their own, I don't know, with their own crowd or uh, members. So it's got a lot of hard facts and data about the topic. It also has a huge amount of very thorough case studies, which can be a little much to read in the case study format. But if you're a practitioner, that's like... I, it's always hard to find like firsthand data and case studies that are this good. So if you're a practitioner, this book is golden. You really should read it. It's dense. Uh, it's not the most like flavorful read. Um, it's more of a steak dinner than it is like uh, a hot fudge sundae. Okay. <laughs> um, so well done, Bev, on putting together a very thorough guide for practitioners who are actually in the space full time of ABM. Uh, that's what this book is good for. The next one is Account-Based Marketing by Chris Golick, Peter Isaacson, and Jessica Fulis. This book is like the book written by, these These are the demand-based guys, which demand-based is probably like the most enterprise-level tech stack for, uh, for ABM practitioners. Uh, very expensive, but very thorough and well put together. Um, these guys have been doing ABM for uh, quite a while now. And I would say this book is really good for people who want to explore what ABM could look like, rolling, especially rolling it out in their organization if you are a very big company. Like if you're a Fortune 500, this is definitely the book for you if you're looking at ABM. Like you really shouldn't be looking at other books. This is this is the book. It is very thorough and look, giving you a... a it almost it almost gives less ABM tactics, so it's full of ABM tactics, and actually shows you how to implement ABM from a change management perspective. This book does a fantastic job of showing you how to roll this out, how to assess the organization if it's ready, people you need to get involved, all the departments to consider, all the research you need to do ahead of time, how to do a very controlled uh, test for your organization, and then it does it doesn't like cram like its technology down your throat. Um, it's very good at just leaving it as the uh, leaving it to the subject matter itself. Um, it does talk about technology towards the end of the book, but in in not doing a way that even pitches demand base as hard as they could have. 
Um, so a very great book for that. The fifth book is Buyer-Based Marketing by Matthew Kraska. Uh, I just finished reading this book. This is probably one of the last books I had to read before I could record this episode. Um, and I, gosh, this is one of those books that started really well. And then the farther I went through it, the more I realized this book actually, in my opinion, didn't actually cover account-based marketing, even though the full title is Buyer-Based Marketing, Widening the Net of Account-Based Marketing. To me, it was, it like started off like he was going to tee up how to frame up your accounts. And then he didn't ever talk about accounts hardly ever again. (laughs) He actually went through and just started rolling out what I would be, what I would consider to be a very well done inbound marketing campaign. But as you know, inbound marketing is not ABM. Can they fit side by side? Absolutely. Should you run them side by side? Yes, I would definitely still do lead generation and inbound and demand gen and all that stuff in addition to account-based marketing. You don't have to, but I would. Uh, you're still going to have people coming inbound that you're not even aware of, even no matter how sophisticated your 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 tech stack is at identifying intent and all that kind of stuff. Um, that being said, there were a few nuggets in this book, but I don't have enough time to get into like the few nuggets. I'm just kind of giving you an overview that this is probably one of the, the, the last books I would recommend if you wanted to learn about account-based marketing because it doesn't actually talk about account-based marketing that much. Number six is No Forms, No Spam, No Cold Calls by Latney Conant. Um, fantastic book. It kind of gives like a different angle from like a CMO's perspective, what ABM looks like and who to get involved and what it takes to put ABM in place. It even goes up as far as connecting it to the organizational strategy um, all the way down to the individual players that need to get involved. Kind of like um, the demand base book. This one's written by Latney is a CMO of six cents. So it kind of has that similar flavor, uh, but just kind of has a different approach. And I can't say this one's better for enterprise over the demand based book. It just, it's just different in how it organized the information. If I had to go with, if I had to like make a hard choice of one over the other uh, for an enterprise level B2B marketing situation, uh, I'm probably going to recommend account based marketing by Chris Golick or the demand, the demand based book. I thought it was a little bit more thorough and well put together. Uh, and I think would be more useful for an enterprise level organization. Number seven is the book on account-based marketing by Basam Hamdi. This is one I did a full episode on the shortest book by far of the whole stack, the easiest to read, but honestly, I think paints the best picture of account-based marketing without even getting into much of technology. Um, I really liked this book and I think this will be my top recommendation for anybody who's curious about it. They don't want to spend like, they don't want to read a whole book, but they're like, yeah, like, so give like, if they want to go beyond a blog post and actually get a good idea of what an account-based marketing strategy looks like, I'm going to recommend this book every time by Basam Hamdi. Um, it just, it, it's just so well written in the story. Like you, you feel like you're going with him in his story. Like you can see it unfolding in the, his thought process. It's just, it was a, it was a wonderful book. Um, it's short. You can find it on audible. I think it's like a two and a half hour book. If you listen to it on double time, it takes like an hour and a half to listen to. Number eight is unleash possible by Samantha stone. I just interviewed Samantha stone. She is wonderful. Such a thought leader in the B2B marketing space. And one of those, those rare gems that is so good at understanding all the like 
high level strategy as well as connecting it down to the details and the dirt. Like you can tell, like she's spent decades at this and on both sides, implementing it with her own hands, writing copy, setting up technology, as well as coming up with high level strategy for big and small organizations. Uh, I could feel it in the interview because I could pretty, I felt like I could ask her anything and she'd have a very sharp answer. Um, her book Unleash Possible, it covers like a full gamut of B2B marketing and it's, it's amazing to read a book like it because very few books can cover such a broad topic and still feel really actionable. And her book did a big section of it covers account-based marketing. She gives a very great perspective on account-based marketing, but also what I love about it is it doesn't like have account-based marketing by itself. She covers a lot of other aspects of B2B marketing and how it plays in with account-based marketing. So if you're the kind of person like me who where account-based marketing is like one, a major section, but still just a section of your whole marketing plan, this book's really good at kind of showing you what a full B2B marketing strategy rolled up could look like. Um, so I do recommend this book if you're looking into ABM as far as what it can look like with alongside your other marketing uh, strategies. Number nine is content-based networking. This was actually... I know I said B2B's ABM is the first book I read. This was actually the first book I read on account-based marketing. But it's not an, it, no one would call this an account-based marketing book, but it is, really. It's actually like a, a very significant and probably my favorite tactic for implementing an account-based, what is an account-based marketing strategy. In fact, when I first came on to Sweetfish, I was trying to tell people about content-based networking as a as a strategy. And they're like, wait, content-based networking? You mean content marketing? I'm like, no, it's totally different than just content marketing. It's content-based networking. And what I had to start doing to explain it better to people is it's it's essentially pod, an ABM play for podcasting. And then they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and that's I did a whole episode on what podcasting could look like for your ABM strategy. Um, but this book is, it's a quick read. It's a fun read. Um, it's even better on audio version though. I read the, the paperback. I have it in my hand right now. Um, it's fantastic. At, if you're going to implement like ABM, I don't know, like, how do I explain this? It's, it's almost like 80, the 80, 20 rule, the Pareto principle applied to ABM. If you want to do and get 80% that you would ever get out of an ABM campaign with 20% of the effort, just do content-based networking, uh, start a podcast, or you could do this with a blog or a YouTube channel as well, and interview, ask your ideal buyers who are not yet customers to be on your show, to get FaceTime with them. And I've already covered the whole methodology in a different podcast, so go back and search for podcasting ABM on sweetfishmedia.com, and you can find how that play works out. And there's other whole blog posts we've written on contest. Just search content-based networking, and you'll find the blog post and the TED Talk and, all, and the book and all that stuff. Um, I'm a little biased because James is my boss, but honestly went to work for Sweetfish Media because I knew this play was so good. Um, okay, number 10, how to get a meeting with anyone by Stu Henschke. Um, now, Stu covers a variety of tactics that sales reps or marketers could use to get a hold of executives, which aren't always, they're not always easy to get a hold of. So it's kind of tricky going from the engage stage to the activate stage if you can't actually get a hold of them to get FaceTime in some way. And so while this doesn't cover all of ABM, it is like a, ta a fantastic tactical book for one section of ABM called activate how do you get people to move from engage to activate this is your book if you want to go to one-on-one -on -one engagement this book is packed packed with tactics that are going to be fantastic for any abm play 
So while it doesn't cover a strategic ABM approach, so many other books did that I'm glad there's books like How to Get a Meeting with Anyone that you could like insert into your ABM library as like all a bunch of examples of how to use, um, how to get tactical with ABM. And the last book is The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. Now, I would have never have included this book in the list, but so many people like reached out to me on LinkedIn be like, oh, ABM's, ABM's is just the what, Dream 100 from Chet Holmes' book. Enough people said that to me that I had to go and listen to the book myself. And what I discovered was really fascinating. The book is actually fantastic. Like if you're a fan of um, the E-Myth Revisited, and you liked that book, this book would be the best part two to that book. It's not that it's story-based, but it's very like work on your business, not in your business kind of a book as far as building systems. And while a lot of his systems aren't account-based marketing related, a lot of them are. He gives a ton of tactical advice for how you should be running your business. Um, And a lot of it applies to account-based marketing, including coming up with your dream 100. But, But since the term account-based marketing was actually formed way before this book was even written. I don't think account-based marketing comes from the ultimate sales machine like a lot of people said. It's just that they a lot of people were probably introduced to the concept by this book first um, because this was a really popular marketing and sales book, especially when it came out in 2012 and still is. It's a very popular book. Um, so a lot of people are introduced to the concept of coming up with your dream, dream account list in this book. And he talks about a number of tactics in order to engage and activate those. I will say that this book, if you're used to account-based marketing books, this book has a totally different flavor. It comes from a much more like direct marketing response, marketing type background. So if you're not sure what direct marketing is, like Google it because it has its own weird flavor to it where it's very much like infomercially sounding, very headline and copy mark, uh, copywriting driven, which isn't a bad thing, but it comes across a little bit like, oh, direct. I love direct marketing because a lot of their tactics are great, but at the same time, they push the envelope with direct marketing so hard that it feels like an infomercial and just feels a little cringy at times. So that's kind of the way I get with direct marketing. So if you want to see direct marketing meets ABM, this book is for you. Um, It is very tactical. And even though it's written back in 2012, I'd still say a lot of the tactics in this book carry over and a lot, well, a lot don't. Um, It's still a really fun book because he's very, as a copywriter, he writes a very punchy and fun book to kind of like go along with. He really gets you pumped up. So, and it's again, full of tactics. So if you're looking for ABM tactics, this is a good book for that. Um, but it isn't the origin of account-based marketing. I think the ITSMA organization, whatever that acronym means, uh, and the Practitioner's Guide to Account-Based Marketing probably accounts for where ABM actually started, or at least where the, the term was coined. I'm sure it's been going on longer than when it was first coined as a term. So there you have it. That's all 11 books. Um Again, I would recommend different books to different people for different reasons, and I know there's still more books to be written. Uh, John Miller, the CMO of Demandbase, I know is working on a new book. Sangram is launching a new book this uh, in March, like in just a few weeks, and I have an interview scheduled with him. It's too bad I couldn't get it into February to talk about his new book, but I'm sure that book's going to be really fun as well. I'll be doing a full overview uh, of that with Sangram to come. Um, but this this category is still evolving. Uh, there's still a lot more to come. I still think there probably will somebody will write the ultimate book on ABM 
or maybe the term will evolve to be ABX or something else. But this, I'm after doing this whole thing, I'm pretty sure this category is here to stay and is only going to get better and better. Um, I'll kind of save my learnings from this whole month of reading and interviewing and listening and playing with the concepts um, for the next episode. So stay tuned for the next episode coming tomorrow. That's going to be my wrap up and conclusion of this whole, whole series, but it has been a blast. And I'm going to do another episode on my thoughts around reading every book on the topic, which is another topic totally separate from ABM. So I'm going to save that for uh, probably within the next week or two. So if you're interested in this thing of reading all the books um, and why I like to read all the books now, it's kind of become a thing for me, then just stay tuned for that. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.